Welcome to the Alpha Male Coach Podcast, the only podcast that teaches men the cognitive mastery and alpha mindset that it takes to become an influential and irresistible man of confidence. Here's your host, certified life coach and international man of mystery, Kevin Ayo. What's up, my brothers? Welcome back to the Alpha Male Coach Podcast. I am your host, Kevin Ayo, and this is the continuation. So we are going to be talking about beliefs over the next couple of episodes. And you guys know, you may know, you may not know, but I think you know, I've mentioned it before, that when I record these podcast episodes, I just talk. To you guys, I I have a topic in mind. I plan up my topics, and I maybe write down a couple sentences, like some major things that I want to hit, some major points. Um, sort of, you know, what am I talking about? Why am I talking about it? How is it going to be helpful to you? You know, these kinds of things. And then I just go, I just talk, and I don't listen to these podcasts after I record them. I just send them to my editor, the guy who you know handles all the sound and everything, and and puts them on the iTunes for you guys and. And I don't listen to them again. I, they're just gone. And I, I don't even really listen to them after they go up onto iTunes. And I don't know if you guys know, knew that, but one of the most difficult things for, for me when I record these podcasts is staying on topic. I'm a teacher, guys. And when I teach, I like to explain concepts in fullness, right? Like I like to talk about every little detail of every little concept I can. So when I do these podcast episodes, the most difficult part for me is always, um, you know, not going on tangents, <laughs> right? Like really staying on, on topic. And this episode, I have a feeling is going to be one of the more difficult uh, episodes to really do that with because what we're going to be talking about is binary beliefs and binary beliefs are are the fabric of human experience. They are what we experience as human beings. We don't understand life outside of binary beliefs. Binary beliefs are, are really how we interpret the world and how we understand the world and, and how we understand human humanity. Like I don't want to say humanity because it's not like how we understand human beings, but it's under it's how we understand the human experience, the human condition. It's how we understand what it means to be human. We understand our humanness through binary beliefs. Okay? So that's what we're going to talk about and that's why it's it's going to be a challenge for me not to go down a, a rabbit hole or not to go on on some huge tangent. But before I even begin, guys, real quick, stop the podcast go to iTunes, hit that five star, and then just come right back. And then just come right back and hit play and we'll keep going. If you have extra time, leave me a review as well. So five star rating review, leave that. We are almost at 200. Guys, that's crazy because I started asking under 100 and we're almost at now 200. The goal is 500. You guys are doing it. We're almost there and I love it. But let's get on to binary beliefs. Let's talk about that. And as I get into binary beliefs, I just want to kind of review what is a belief, which is what we talked about last week. Remember last week we talked about what is a belief. And there are a lot of descriptive characteristics for a belief. But remember the defining characteristic or characteristics, they're actually two. They're the same thing, but one creates the other. So the defining characteristics of a belief is that one, it's something that is a thought, right? It is a subjective thought. It's a judgment that you're making, but that you think is a fact. So when we have a belief about something, 
we're thinking about a neutral experience, but we think that it's not neutral. We think that our thoughts are the same way that everybody else in the world sees the same experience. We think that everybody in our suit in our shoes would feel the same way. We think that this is just the way it is. Right? We don't know about our judgment. We are not aware of our own subjectivity. We think our thought is a fact. And that's what makes a belief. It's like the marriage of a thought and a fact. But it's not a marriage, right? It's a very dysfunctional relationship because a belief is not a fact. It's never a fact. A belief is something that we have chosen to be true. It's a thought that we just want to think is true. There are lots of thoughts that we have, some we know are not true, some we want to think are not true, and the ones that we choose to think are true and accept as true, accept as facts, you know, those sort of those pseudo facts, those false facts, that's a belief. The other part of a belief is that it's a thought that we feel. And of course, it's a thought that we feel because it's a thought that we accept as a fact, right? That's how we get the emotional experience. We get the emotional experience from a personal truth. We only get an emotional experience from our thoughts when we think our thoughts our the way the world is or the way we are or the way this person or these people are so that is how we define a thought a belief is that it's that that super thought right it's a thought that we think is a fact and it's a thought that we get an emotional experience from and our beliefs are always intended our brain our our magical wonderful brain you know this amazing tool that is just running on autopilot this keeping us safe just running 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 just you know always trying to keep the body living you know that's what its goal is is to teach it and, and train it and keep it alive right so in the beta condition the answer is always is this thought going to keep me safe? And if the answer is yes, then it's thought over and over and over again in order to, to maintain or reinforce that safe feeling, that feeling of safety, until it becomes a belief. And then we just think that's the way the world is. Then we just think, well, okay, so this is the way the world is. This is the way people are. We don't even know that it's a thought. We don't even know that we've chosen it. We're not, we think it's a fact. And it's a constant belief that's really just keeping that childhood version of ourselves safe. That's what we went into last week, right? That's what we went into when we were talking about what a belief is. A binary belief, as I mentioned in the beginning of the episode, is really that fabric of human existence. It is, it has everything. All bi binary beliefs basically have to do with people. They have to do with the world. They have to do with things and stuff. They have to do with our past. The, a, a binary belief will permeate everything that we experience or that we understand or that we see, touch, hear, taste, and smell as human beings. Because what a binary belief is, is it is an either or, right? It's an this or that. It's a good, bad, better, worse, positive, negative, right, wrong, heads or tails, should or shouldn't, like and dislike. And I almost hesitate saying like and dislike because like and dislike is almost like a personality trait, which we're going to tackle next week on the next week episodes on Believe. This week's episode is more just that binary kind of there is this or there is that. And it really is the human condition because we are in a state of reality that we see 
either space or matter, right? We see either what is not there or we see what is there. And even when we see what is there, when we get down to those small microscopic levels, we start to see that once again, there is what is there and there is what's not there, right? There's space and there's matter. And because there's this duality that we're always wrestling with, you know, the heads, the tails, right? The space, the matter, the light, the dark, the up, the down, the positive, the negative, the better, the worse, the right, the wrong, the good, the bad. Because we're always wrestling with this experience, with this duality, with this human condition, with the, you know, this kind of, <laughs> this gift that we're given in this reality, we immediately go to structuring our beliefs around that duality, around I think this is good in contrast to this being bad. I think this is better in contrast to this being worse. There can be no better without there being a worse. There can be no good without there being a bad. And I talk about this when we talk about neg uh, positive and negative emotions, right? How we want to have a 50-50 balance of emotion where we have the uncomfortable emotions and we have the comfortable emotions, but we choose the uncomfortable emotions intentionally to have a fullness of the human experience and to contrast and offset our positive emotions. If we felt positive emotions all the time, then there would be no such thing as positive emotion because we would just be flooded with constant positive emotion and we would have no negative emotion to contrast against that. Like there would be no re there would be no way to measure happiness if we never felt sadness, right? We would just be happy all the time and then happy would be normal. So we live in this up and down, right? We live in this positive, negative, this right and wrong. And because we live in it, it's like a fish swimming in water, like the fish swimming in, its, in the water there. It doesn't know that it's in the water. The water is around it and within it. The fish is unaware of the water. The fish, it's a part of its environment. It's a part of its just experience of what it means to be a fish. <laughs> and as a human being, we have the same. What it means to be a human being means we live in a space of duality. We live in a place of, of, of either or, right? We have this constant binary choice, right? And they go forward and backwards, right? So our binary beliefs forward, we have a choice in front of us and we think that there is a right choice, right? Our brain will tell us that there's a right choice. Imagine yourself standing in front of two doors, right? You have two choices. You have two options, right? You, you, you know, like pick one, right? It's one of those like gift boxes. What are you going to do? Your brain starts to go to work. Oh man, what am I going to do? I got to pick the right one. And I'm just saying two doors is like an analogy, but it could be anything you, you've given, you've been given two job opportunities. One, right? Like one's got great benefits and the other one is, you know, where you want to live in the world or, you know, you get to work remotely. Like, what do you want to do? It's like, oh, I want to take the right choice. <laughs> What's the right choice? There's no such thing as the right choice outside of your subjectivity, right? Outside of what your brain is going to tell you, because what is outside of your subjectivity, what's outside of your brain out there is just circumstance. It's just that matter, that, it's just that data, right? That neutrality that's out there until we decide to have a thought about it, until we decide to put a binary belief on it. Like, I'm going to say that this is the right choice. So this is a better choice. So this is a positive choice. This is the good choice. You know, and when we look forward and we see those two doors, we think that there is a door. We think that there is a choice that's going to be better than the other one. Like that's the, that's kind of the, the, the uh, interesting, the fascinating thing about 
binary beliefs forward is that your brain will tell you there's a right choice you can make before you make it. <laughs> it's like out in the future there. I'm going to make this choice here in the present before it's even made, before the future even comes. And now that I've made it, once it gets here, it's right or wrong. It's, 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 it's very like when I say it out loud, it, it becomes kind of almost silly, like laughable. But our brain still tells us that's possible, right? I can make a right choice before I make a choice. I can choose the right door, or I could choose the right job, or I can choose the right person, the right relationship before I even have the options there, right? Before they're even, before I decide. That's the binary brain looking forward, but the binary brain looking backward on beliefs does the same thing. Like things should have been better, right? I look backwards on my past. Things should have been different. Things should have been better. So there's always going to be a binary belief. Like we can't experience the world. We cannot be in relation to the world without having a thought, without having a belief. And our beliefs are usually always going to be in some form or another in this space of duality right in this space of heads or tails and here's the secret guys here's the real secret 15 minutes in the podcast i'm going to go into circumstance i'm going to tell you that you know i'm going to give you some examples and get and talk to you guys all about how you can start to you know separate your uh, not separate because it's not so much about separating it's more just about being aware again you have to believe you can't live in this world without belief because otherwise you'd be living in a constant state of neutrality right you'd just be seeing the world is pure data and with pure data there is no there's no you like there's no brain like you are still there but your brain is not functioning your brain is not it's not collapsing that wave function into a into a a, a particle <laughs> into a position where you can now make a choice because beliefs are choices, right? Beliefs are subjectivity. We say this, I'm going to do this because that's what drives our, that's what creates our emotion, which drives our action and gives us our result. So without that, without that collapsing wave, without that position of belief and say, this is what I want. This is what I choose. Then we cannot be in the world. We can't relate to the world. So we have to be in relation. We want to judge, right? We want to be subjective. But here's the thing, and this is really the secret. Whatever subjectivity you have about the person, the thing, or the experience is coming from your thinking. It's coming from your choosing. It's not coming from the person, the thing, or the experience. And that's the secret. The momentous leap from you know really elevating your alpha state that's what it is it's the recognition it's the awareness it's the consciousness that your subjectivity about the world is coming from you it's coming from your brain <laughs> right now it may be coming from your beta condition right it may be coming from your unconscious view of the world that you created as a younger version of yourself, where your answer to the question, does this serve me, is, does it keep me safe? And if the answer is yes, then it's a belief that you adopted, right? So it may be unconscious, right? It may be unconscious. The way, you know, the subjectivity you have about the people, the world, and your experiences, they may be unconscious, but it's still coming from you. It's still your choice. It's not inherent in the person, the thing, or the experience. And you have the power you have i mean <laughs> it's not even it's it's more than power right like you have the gift like this ability to elevate your alpha state to really take on that thinking 
and say, look, like I understand you, uh, brain. <laughs> I understand what you've been doing. I get it. You created these beliefs. We created these beliefs together because I wanted to be safe because I wanted to become an adult, right? Because I wanted to grow up and I wanted to make it. I had, to, I, wa I wanted to live. I wanted to survive. I understand. I understand what you were doing for me then. And now what you're going to do for me, <laughs> because I'm in control, not you, right? Brain, right? You're not in control. You're not the one running the show. I'm the one running the show. So from my alpha state, I'm going to take, you know, you, yeah, now you and I are going to work together. You know, you've been running the show by yourself for a long time, living in that childhood, you know, belief system, thought pattern. Now I'm back, right? Here's the alpha coming, stepping in, saying, look, I recognize that these belief systems were created to keep me safe. And now I'm an adult. I am safe. I don't need protection from other people, from adults, from bigger people, or, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm now walk it like i'm in control of me so now my question is does it serve my future it's not about is it keeping me safe i'm keeping my, myself safe now it's about what is what is it creating for me what do i want so when you're thinking about people when you're thinking about things when you're thinking about the experience that you're having it's always coming from your thinking <laughs> i say when you're thinking about because i'm so again when i talk to my students like you're thinking about this you're thinking about this you're thinking about this you you know you're interpreting it as this person or this thing or this experience and what i'm telling you is that's not what's happening that person that thing that experience is i want you to think of it as like light i want you to think of it as like just cells Right? A person is a bag of cells, right? It's like a meat bag. If you ever seen, and I know this may be a little grotesque, but if you ever seen one of those like cows um, hanging in like a butcher and like a, a refrigerator before it gets butchered and cut up into sections and sold in like, you know, the meat department, like that's a bag of cells, right? It's just a meat bag. It's a cow like hanging. Well, human beings are the same, right? We're just meat bags. We're just flesh. We're bones. We're blood. We're muscle. We're fat. We're tissue. That's what we are. We're cells. Things are molecules right they're data they're uh protons and electrons and neutrons and swirling around and banging into each other and colliding and and and, and you know sometimes they're far apart because they're gas and sometimes they're close together because they're solids and solid matter but it's just molecules brother that's that's data right that's circumstance that's what the person is that's what the thing is even the experience even if we're talking about your job right like i hate my job Right? Is this what you're saying? I hate my job. My job is so horrible. This is what my job is. I, this is all, everybody who would be in this job would think the same thing. And what I'm talking about is it's not coming from the job, it's coming from the way you're thinking about the job. Right? So, in your mind, this is a bad job. This is a toxic job. This is a this is a, a, a negative job. I don't like it. I shouldn't be doing this, right? So you have all these things about your experience and it's not coming from your experience. Your brain is going to tell you that it's coming from the experience. Your brain is going to tell you that the job is bad, that the job is horrible, that everybody doing this job would be just as miserable as you, right? But what I'm telling you is it's not the experience. It's the way you're thinking about the experience. It's somebody else who is have, doing the exact same job thinking about the job differently would have a different experience. They would be feeling different. But that's where our binary beliefs really become invasive, like so insidious and, and very elusive. They're so difficult to really catch and get a hold of because we're just in it all the time. We're constantly thinking, this is bad. This is good. 
This is better. This is worse. This is right. This is wrong. Even things that we take for granted, guys, like even things that we would say everybody agrees to. Like I've even mentioned some of these on the podcast before. Things like uh, animal abuse or child abuse or, or human trafficking or, uh, you know, murder, even murder. Right. We have laws against these things. And because of laws and because of, you know, religion and because of, you know, just millennia of um, sort of programming and conditioning, we think that, oh, it's just bad. Right. These things are just bad. <laughs> but the truth is these not these things. It's always the way we think about them, always the way we think about them. And when we as a community, whether that's a community in the form of a city a state, a country, a species, but whatever it is, when we as a community get together and agree on a thought, agree on a belief, and turn it into a law or a uh, process or a protocol or a structure or a government or whatever it is, that doesn't make it a fact. Just because it's against the law doesn't make it bad as a fact, the badness comes from our thinking about it. And from our thinking about it, we've determined as a group that we don't want it in our community. That's where the law came from. The law didn't come from the inherentness of the whatever it is that we're talking about, of the thing. It comes from the way we as a community thought about the thing and decided as a community that we didn't want the thing. <laughs> it always comes from our experience. It always comes from our thinking, guys. It's always going to be our belief. That is where you can, from the alpha state, step into, okay, what is bad? What is wrong? Your brain is going to tell you it's this person. Your brain is going to tell you it's this circumstance. Your brain is going to tell you it's this thing or this experience or what's happening. But from your alpha state, you can look at that binary belief. You can say, okay, there's nothing wrong here. There's just something happening, right? It's my belief that it's wrong. Why am, is my brain telling me that it's wrong? What is going on that I am judging as wrong? Because it's not wrong. What's happening isn't wrong, right? This person isn't wrong. This thing isn't wrong. This job isn't wrong. This experience isn't wrong. What am I judging that's wrong? What am I thinking that's wrong? Why am I thinking that? What is it that's that's, but why is my brain telling me that this is uncomfortable, that this is worse, that this is bad? See, there is no good in the world. There is no bad in the world. All thoughts are equal parts truth and lie. And we talked about that last week, so I don't really want, <laughs> I don't want to go back into all of that. The only thing that is fact, right? Now we can get into pure circumstance. We got, I told you, I got a little bit, I, I, you know, I, I'm piercing the veil a little bit on that pure circumstance, you know, trying to get back to you guys and talk to you guys a little bit about, you know, when we get into the, when we get into reality, you know, the truth and the quantum reality of what's happening outside of us, we won't even begin to fathom that actual amount of data that's coming into our organism, like that's coming into our living organism that we're uptaking through our sensory nervous system. Like we, we can't, we can't absorb that amount of data. We can't imbue that amount of data. So instead we pick and choose, we pick and choose based on our species limitations, right? How 
the what you know we can't see in the dark for example some animals can see in the dark human beings we need light you know we can only hear at certain ranges and at certain distances we can only smell at certain ranges and certain distances so we're bound by being humans but we're also bound by our beliefs right we're also bound by what we choose to interpret from our world so when we get into these binary beliefs and when you guys start to think about okay when we look at likes and dislikes for example this is what you like, or this is what you don't like. This is what's better. This is what's worse. You know, our, that pure circumstance, what's outside of you is always neutral. It's always up for you to decide. And the proof of that, the truth of that is the diversity of the human species that anything that you don't like there's somebody else that likes anything that you think is bad there's somebody else that think is good anything that you think is better somebody else thinks it's worse and what you think is worse somebody else thinks is better whatever you think is right i can find somebody that thinks it's wrong you think something that shouldn't be happening i can guarantee you i'll find somebody that thinks that exact same thing should be happening the fact of the matter is, my friend, is that you get to determine the experiences that you have. And from our binary beliefs, we often choose our present. And when we do that, what's usually happening <laughs> is that our brain is deciding for us in order for us to be safe so that we can stay in the cave, so we can stay secure, so we can stay comfortable. Here's what you can do to begin to elevate your alpha state right now. And I'm going to end the podcast with this, guys, because again, like this, this is this is the world. Like this is how most of us, we walk through the world this way in complete unawareness that we have these beliefs because we just think that they are facts. So here's here's what you can do. Number one, you have to be very, very, very attentive of your language. You have to pay attention to what you're saying because if you're not attentive to what you're thinking, then what you're saying is what you're thinking. What comes out of your mouth is very, very close to what's going on in your brain. Okay, so if you say, I don't like this, or I like that, or this is wrong, or this is right, or this is better, or this, this is bad, or this is good, you say those things, that's what your brain is thinking. So be attentive to that and pay attention to those words. Once you have those words, it's up to you to really step in there and become aware that, whoa, okay, I just used a word. I just used a word that was subjective in a binary form, and I judge this thing. I said this thing was good. I said this thing was bad. And that's why I use these words of contrast for you so that you can become aware. You can become aware that you said, I just want to make the right choice. I just want to do what's best. I want to make sure or, or, or um, you know, this was a positive experience. Is going to work is so toxic. It's so negative. It's negative to be there. <laughs> or I'm just so bored when I'm at work. As if it was your job's job to entertain you. Brother, it's not your job's job to entertain you. It's your job to entertain you, right? You entertain yourself. You go to work not to be entertained, right? Your entertainment comes from your brain. If people say the same thing about the about food, you know, I talk about food and and you know my 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 diet and food protocols and people say, "Oh, that's so boring. How can you eat the same thing every day?" I'm like, "Boring. It's not my food's job to entertain me. It's not your food's job to entertain you, but people think that." Right? It's a belief. It's a belief that this food isn't this food is boring. This food is bad. This food, you know, I want to eat something that's more entertaining. I want to have variety. That's all belief 
because you think it's your food's job to entertain you. Just like at work, it's like, I'm not having a good time at work. You know, work is not fun. It's like work. <laughs> fun doesn't come from work, right? Fun comes from thoughts. Fun comes from your thinking about work. You can have fun at work when you think fun thoughts, but you can also have a horrible time at work if you're thinking horrible thoughts. It comes from your thoughts. Your experience comes from your thoughts. And I know I say that over and over and over again, but again, to get in here, guys, that's how you do it. Once you start to say these things, or if you can hear it in your mind, if you start to say it, or if you're aware of it in your brain, then the next step is to question, to question from the alpha state, does this thought serve me? Does it serve my future? Because you might want to keep it. You might want to say, yes, I want to think murder is bad. I do. I think human trafficking is horrible. I think human trafficking is the worst thing to steal human beings and to sell them. I'm going to sell, say this out loud. It's a neutral thing. It's, it is completely neutral. Some of you guys may be, be aghast by that. You're like, oh my gosh, I can't believe he just said that human trafficking is neutral. I am choosing to think that it is bad, right? That's my subjectivity around it. But I guarantee you there are people that think it's good. It's the people that are making money on it, right? There are people that think it's good. I think it's bad. And as a community, a lot of us think it's bad. That's why we have laws around it. That's why we have uh, watch groups around it. That's why we have, you know, Amber Alerts and all these other things built up around it. But that doesn't make it bad inherently, guys. That makes it bad by choice. There are people that don't think it's bad. I think it's bad. You probably think it's bad. And because we think it's bad together, it becomes almost like a fact, right? Like you might even think, coach, like how can you even say that human trafficking is not bad? How can you say that that's not a fact? I'm telling you it's not a fact. I'm telling you it's neutral, that we are choosing to think it's bad. And you have that same power when you get into your binary belief system. But as long as you just continue to accept that things outside of you are good or bad, better or worse, positive or negative, right or wrong, then you have no control. Then you are disempowered. Then you are just at the whim of these inherently positive or negative things. You are in control. And again, I'm not saying that you are in control such that you can now say that you want to think that human trafficking is good. You certainly can. You certainly can. You can certainly think that murder is good. You can certainly think that that robbery is good and whatever else. You certainly can. But right now you're thinking that it's bad and you can choose to keep that belief. So once you understand that you have a belief, that your beliefs are not facts, that you're in there now aware that you're in a position, a process of choice, that you at one point chose to have this belief to drive safety, now you can decide whether you still want that belief in order to serve your alpha future, in order to serve your adult future, because you can keep it. Or you can change it. Or you can say, thank you, beta condition, right? Thank you, brain, for keeping me safe to this point. And now I'm going to change. I'm going to feel fear on purpose to create an unfamiliar, uncomfortable change to serve my future by creating it the way I want it to be. But until you recognize that what you believe is a binary belief, until you recognize that 
what you're thinking is not a fact. Once you're one, until you realize that once you're th that what you're thinking is a belief, you're never going to be able to change it because brother, you cannot change facts. There's nothing you can do about facts. You can change beliefs and binary beliefs are the ground. Like they're the foundation of how we build our interpretation of the world. Because again, they come from that structure of right and wrong, ethics, right? Good and bad, positive, negative. And that's what I got for you today, guys. I know I'm going long on these and I will try to make these shorter. I definitely want to get them under 30. We're approaching 40, but brothers, this is great stuff. This is valuable, valuable content. Binary beliefs, huge. If you have any questions on these, if you want help exposing these, the most difficult part of binary beliefs in exposing or becoming aware and deciding to change your, your, your beliefs is exposure. Because they feel like facts, a lot of times you won't even know that they are beliefs. You're going to think that they're facts. And unfortunately, brothers, your friends are going to agree with you. Your friends are going to tell you that your beliefs are facts. They're just going to jump in that pool with you and tell you that everything you're saying is right and go ahead and just you know agree and reaffirm and kind of become a part of that confirmation bias that your brain is looking for anyway. So if that is happening, I urge you, to sign up for a 45-minute free consultation call with me because that's not what I do, right? Like, I don't sit there and agree with what your brain is telling you. In fact, I expose that to you. I expose your thoughts to you so that I could show you that your brain is feeding you beliefs, show you that what your brain is telling you are not facts, brother. It's not a fact. It's just what you're used to thinking because it used to keep you safe. And it's probably still keeping you safe now. But unfortunately, it's that very same safety that's preventing you from living into that next level, from growing into more of who you are, from really being the best version of yourself. Because that's what safety does. Safety keeps us in the cave, right? Safety keeps us back. So you need to identify those binary beliefs. And if you want help with that, sign up for a free 45-minute free consultation call. In the month of March, we are believing new things. Check out the Elevated Alpha Spartan Academy for the Development of Cognitive Mastery because, guys, this is the only place where you will develop the skill of cognitive mastery and learn to look at your brain and use your brain to serve you. You can check that out. You're welcome to enroll. But if you want to just look at what your brain is telling you, sign up for that 45-minute consultation. I will see you on the call. And until next week, until next episode, and we go further into some personality beliefs, my brothers, elevate your alpha. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Alpha Male Coach Podcast. If you enjoy what you've heard and want even more, sign up for Unleash Your Alpha your guide to shifting to the alpha mindset at thealphamalecoach.com slash unleash.